Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Pauline Yang is a classical pianist and a U.S. arts envoy for the U.S. Department of State. Last week, we got to hear her talk about her life learning the piano and what she's doing now, combining music and diplomacy. In today's interview, we will begin by listening to her talk about her mentors, including the famous Israeli-American violinist Isaac Perlman. And I was also very lucky to have so many great resources, including Itzhak Perlman and his、mm. incredible wife Toby Perlman,、uh, who have also been wonderful mentors to me. And、uh, with Mr. Perlman having played so many times at the White House、mm-hmm. uh, for so many state dinners, it、right. was so great for me to just be able to have. This kind of opportunity to ask him and Mrs. Perlman more about their experiences at these various state dinners、wow. and what it was like for various administrations、mm-hmm. uh, under different presidencies,、yeah. and then also one of my、um, own former teachers, Susan Starr, for example, who played at the Carter White House、mm-hmm. uh, when um, uh, when it was、um, Obasanjo. From Nigeria, who was there for、um, a state luncheon,、um, to also get to ask her more about what it was like, and、um, under the Carter administration, then for example. So I had all these wonderful、um, references and resources,、um, and I feel so lucky to have been able to speak with them who had firsthand experiences、yeah. um, doing this, and、um, I learned so much from them. And so、uh, I had such a great time working on. The research and writing portion of the thesis, so none of it felt like work at all. So the classical piano performances, I had actually been pretty lucky in that I had been doing these performances professionally since I was eleven, actually. So that had been ongoing、wow. even throughout school,、mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so that's not as typical from what I understand.、Uh, so I was just very lucky. <laughs> yeah. But、um, in terms of the. U.S.、Um, public diplomacy visits to U.S.、Um, embassies around the world that actually also started from before I graduated,、okay. even because my first one was、um, to U.S. Embassy Tokyo,、mm. and that was in 2015.、Um, that was my last semester at the Fletcher School, so I was still a student there, and、um, I'll never forget、uh, that. All I had simply asked for, actually, was、um, to want to shadow the cultural attaché, or what the U.S.、Um, now calls these days a cultural affairs o-、uh, officer,、mm-hmm. at the U.S. embassy there, just for half a day or a day during my little bit of free time in Tokyo.、Mm-hmm. So what I did was, I went to Ambassador Mary Beth Leonard, also. One of my greatest mentors,、um, who is also now a dear friend,、mm-hmm. uh, the current U.S. ambassador to Nigeria, actually.、Mm-hmm. But、um, at the time, when I was at the Fletcher School, she was the diplomat in residence for the U.S. Department of State, and、um, I remember、um, bonding、um, with her over music and diplomacy because she's a wonderful flutist,、mm-hmm. and、um, she. At the time, had already been a former U.S. ambassador to Mali,、uh-huh. a terrific one at that.、Uh-huh. <laughs> and、wow. so I remember going to her and asking if she thought it might be possible to、um, connect me with、uh, perhaps、uh, the public、uh, diplomacy section in Tokyo and to see if I could shadow 
the cultural affairs officer because I was interested in their work. And then I remember her saying, oh, I think we can do better than that. Do you think you would want to do a program even? And I was so amazed because uh, that had been a dream of mine, but I just didn't mm-hmm. think that it could happen that soon. And I also didn't know what exactly I would uh, be able to do. Uh-huh. And so I told her, of course, I would love to do that, but I don't know <laughs> what I would do as a program. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very grateful that she had the trust in me that I would work with the public um, diplomacy section in um, Embassy Tokyo to come up with something that would be useful uh, and hopefully effective for um, the audiences there. Mm. And so that's exactly what we did. And I remember for that particular visit, I also went to another one of my mentors. You're probably starting to hear a theme here. I have a lot of, fin- <laughs> a just lot of really fabulous mentors, right, in both the music side and uh-huh. in diplomacy. Mm. So a very, very critical to my um, development um, in both fields mm-hmm. and also the merging of the two. But um, so when I was uh, trying to figure out what program to do, which would be helpful for the audiences there, I went to Ambassador Swanee Hunt, who was also one of my uh, professors um, and mentors in Boston. Um, mm. She was teaching at the Harvard Kennedy School, and I had a wonderful course there with her um, during my time at Fletcher, and she's a former U.S. ambassador to Austria. And of course, with uh, Vienna being such an important part in music history for the traditions of Western classical music, and with um, Ambassador Hunt being such a classical music lover as well, Mm -hmm. um, I thought that she would also be a perfect person to talk to, to come up with a program um, that I could do in mm-hmm. Tokyo. And so that's exactly what we did. So that's how my public diplomacy visits started. Oh, and I goodness. loved the experience of that. Mm-hmm. And then one led to another. And so now I just completed my fifth public diplomacy trip uh, for our U.S. embassies. So uh, I'm really living the dream, literally. Yeah. It seems like, you know, I followed you from your Facebook posts. I'm assuming that you've been traveling around the world to different countries and cities. And then after you perform, it seems to me, then they actually would give you a tour and you learn so much about the history and everything about the the country or the city that you're visiting. Is that right? Right. From these public diplomacy trips, I would say that from the traditional concerts, it's um, unfortunate that we're usually just whisked in and out of a city. Yeah. Um, usually because of time constraints and whatnot. And of course, we're under uh, strict time constraints too uh, as arts envoys uh, when we're doing these public diplomacy visits because there's so much that's packed into the schedules. But what I love especially about these visits is exactly like you said, it's not just performing and then leave, performing and then leave. Mm. We really get to experience more of the local and national and also sometimes even regional cultures Mm. where we go. And that's part of the point too, because it absolutely has to be an exchange of some sort. It's not one-sided. Just like in diplomacy, it's always at least two-sided. Of course, if we're talking about a multilateral um, occasion, then of course it's going to involve even more than two countries. But Uh at the very least, it's going to be at um, two. And so it's not just um, a one way conversation that wouldn't be a conversation then Uh, and so uh, we 
um, as arts envoys will give um, and share um, with the local audiences there on the ground. But then we also want to learn from them Mm -hmm. as well. There's so much to be learned from the audiences as well. And so, for example, my most recent trip uh, was to Nigeria um, at the invitation of Ambassador Leonard, who I uh, always am so happy to um, talk about, um, who I just mentioned earlier. And um, there, the U.S. mission, um, which includes both the embassy in Abuja and the consulate general in Lagos, they uh, were kind enough to have asked me what might be some cultural uh, scenes or places that I would like to visit. And so they had also uh, had some ideas to put into my schedule. Uh, several art galleries of local oh, wow, artists. Nice. Right. It was incredible. Oh, so okay. I really got to meet a lot of artists in Nigeria to see their work, to learn about what their challenges are, and also to learn some things about their career highlights mm. and about their dreams. Okay. And so I learned a lot from that as well. Okay. And then just from a personal interest uh, standpoint, I also asked to uh, be taken to some restaurants uh, that are very popular locally <laughs> okay. because I'm really interested in cuisine. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I wanted to learn and taste uh, what the locals are tasting. And uh, so that was incorporated into my schedule uh-huh. uh, so that I could learn more too about uh, something that's so important to culture, the food. And so that was one thing. And then also to learn more about their uh, political system. So I was curious about uh, their um, parliament. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was really interesting to get to see uh, their um, equivalent of the U.S. Congress. Mm -hmm. And so I did get a specially arranged tour, for example, to see how their government works, at least on the legislative side. And so that was a great combination of what I got to see and learn. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. I'm speaking with Pauline Yang, a classical pianist and U.S. arts envoy for the U.S. Department of State. Now, you actually interned at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and uh, Government Information Office, which is it's not there anymore, but uh, mm-hmm. here in Taiwan, um, and where so that you actually did a comparative analysis of cultural diplomacy efforts in Taiwan and the United States. Now, what was that like interning here in Taiwan? That was in 2008 in the summer, so for about one month. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the best experiences I've ever had really? in my life because I was given basically carte blanche where I was free to do any sort of research topic that interested me. And then I was lucky enough that um, both the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and, like you said, then a government information office, yeah. they helped set up all these interviews for me with a lot of key figures in whatever I would want to research. So I, what I picked was um, to, like you said, do this comparative analysis. And specifically, I was looking at uh, music and, and the arts versus sports. Um, in the U.S. and um, Taiwan, and also how both fields are regarded in these two places, and then also um, how or if they're even used as part of the public diplomacy toolkit or not. And uh, I was so excited to meet so many fascinating people during the course of that research, because um, since the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, for example, has access to a lot mm-hmm. of key people, of course, mm-hmm. they set me up with people like um, 
Yanni Tang, uh, a really great um, ladies golfer on yes. the LPGA tour circuit, as one example for me to speak with in terms of the sports diplomacy side. Mm. And then um, on the arts diplomacy side, uh, the honorable uh, Madame Chen Yushou uh, from the cultural side, uh, who's also a fabulous pianist too. So it was really interesting for me to get to learn more from them firsthand on what their experiences were like in terms of um, cultural diplomacy for Taiwan. Yeah. And then for my U.S. contacts, I also, of course, had a lot of uh, resources already uh, just mm-hmm. from having grown up there mm-hmm. and then having been uh, really well connected um, based on my own travels and my mm-hmm. studies. So it was really fascinating to get to do this comparative analysis. I know that you have some last words that you really want to say, something that you really want to get out there. Um, to the young people, I guess? I really, really hope that everybody listening will take the time and make the effort to go outside of our comfort zones, to go outside Mm. of what we are good at and to learn more, to explore more outside of our own fields because that can open up so many more opportunities and open up so much more knowledge and then also help us appreciate so much more beyond our own fields. Well, thank you so much, Pauline. Of course. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Shirley. Yeah. This was really a pleasure for me. Thank you again, Pauline. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And here's Pauline Yang on the piano again, playing Monpo Gansion y Danza, number six. Thank you. 